One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Third video of the day. Let's do it. I really hope you're not sick of me by now. I will say that Simon Miller will be back next week for raw ups and downs. But for now, I have the finger of power. He has lent it to me. It's right here. And I'm going to give the good bits and up and the bad bits and down for last night's AEW Rampage. So, yeah, let's do that. I also have the clicker of power to save me time in the edit, and we kick things off with John Moxley versus Daddy Magic. Gotta say, first up, I love 2.0. The work they've done since they moved to AEW has been absolutely fantastic, from being a highlight of NXT in a dark era of NXT, to then being fired, and then to being a key players for a really long time now on AEW, constantly on TV, constantly in good segments, good storylines. They've smashed it, so a massive shout out to them. The match itself, though, went exactly as you would imagine it to. Uh, obviously, Moxley was in control at the beginning. It's John Moxley until they were brawling about on the outside, although he did stop to give Daddy Mac Magic a nice little back scratch on the outside. He must have had an itch that he couldn't quite reach. It was very nice of him. Cool Hand Ange, though, was on the outside for the entirety of the match, and he played a big part in this. Every single time uh, when Moxley was having control, in would come Cool Hand Ange to either take him out on the outside or distract him or do something to allow Daddy M to get back in control, even if it was just for a tiny little bit. But obviously it never really worked out for D-Magic himself to the point where Moxley was hitting him with the regal knee and then he was going in with the stomps to the face on the floor, but just as he was doing that, boom, uh, in come Cool Hand Ange to distract him and do everything like that, and then Daddy Magic <laughs> tried to do the stomps himself. This did not look good, and it did not go well for Daddy Magic either, because John Moxley counted it, he got him in the rear naked choke, and he tapped him out, one, two, three, obviously John Moxley wins. Of course he was going to, like I said, it's John Moxley. The more interesting point of all this, I guess, is what happened directly afterwards, because Moxley was celebrating the victory when Stokely Hathaway and Lee Moriarty came out. And Stokely Hathaway had a few things to say. He obviously brought up the attack on Dynamite on Wednesday when they went after Moxley and after MJF as well afterwards. And he also challenged Moxley to a match on Rampage again next week against Lee Moriarty himself, who had a little video package, because they learned that John Moxley was a special type of visual learner. So they had a video package for him that was all about tiger style. But of course John Moxley accepts because whenever someone challenges John Moxley to a fight, he ain't the one to back down. And so this is going to go down next week on Rampage. John Moxley versus Lee Moriarty. 
All this was fine though, it was nothing to write home about, it was pretty much exactly what you expect, it's set up a match for next week, so I can't do anything but give it an up, I guess. Next up we find out that there's going to be an AEW title eliminator tournament uh, to crown the number one contender for the AEW World Championship. So the tournament has been sort of announced, two people have been announced in it anyway. Uh, Dante Martin got announced here and Ethan Page announced himself a little bit later on. So they're going into it, it's going to be an eight man bracket tournament thing. It's going to end with the finals at full gear and then whoever wins that will go on to take on the winner, I guess, of Moxley versus MJF at full gear. And that match will take place at Winter is Coming in December. And we had a really quick little backstage promo from Jay Cargill, who was just there doing a bunch of pull-ups, basically shouting about Nyla Rose stealing her belt and how it's unacceptable. But then we went into Keith Lee versus Serpentico. And this lasted like five or six seconds. Keith Lee hit the spirit bomb straight away. One, two, three, and that was that. End of story. Uh, or was it? Because out came Tony Schiavone and he was uh, beginning to interview Keith Lee about the upcoming acclaimed match. But before Keith Lee could say anything, outcome a very angry acclaimed. Now they don't even have a rap or anything this week because they are too angry about what's happened because daddy ass has gone missing and by God, they want to get to the bottom of it and find out what is going on. They call out Swerve thinking he's done something but Tony Schiavone says that Swerve Strickland isn't there tonight and he also says that daddy ass himself has had a family emergency to which the acclaimed get very touchy because they're like, we're his family, there's no emergency, what's going on? when we cut to Swerve on the big screen. And he's talking about how he's not only a great wrestler, but he's a great director too, apparently. Uh, and his favorite genre is horror. And he has a new movie for us all. And it's called Daddy Scissorhands. Now Swerve's got the whole setup that's kind of like a horror movie and it's got that one light that's dangling down and he keeps shining it in Billy Gunn's face. And basically he really, 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 really does not want daddy ass at ringside for the acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory. And he is gonna make sure that he is not going to be ringside. And the way he's gonna do this is he takes a monkey wrench and he takes it to Mr. Ass's uh, hands that are like tied behind his back and he uses it on what we can only assume is his scissoring fingers. And Mr. Ass will go scissoring no more. Obviously Billy Gunn screams because this is gonna be really goddamn painful. And then Swerve Strickland kind of ends it saying like spooky season is here. And then Keith Lee just looks really shocked in the ring and the acclaimed run backstage. I don't know where they think they're gonna find these people. And this was all really, really strange. I mean, I'm okay with it in that it's something a little bit different, I guess. And is it just a Halloween thing? Is daddy ass now never literally ever gonna be able to scissor anymore because both of his fingers have been broken? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess it's good. It's the biggest change in the whole Keith Lee's a face and Swerve Strickland's a heel dynamic that we've had so far. So I'll give it an up, I think. Let me know what you think of this down in the comments because this is an interesting one. And then after this, we get Tay Mello versus Madison Rain. Obviously, Sammy Guevara is at ringside for this as well. And it starts off with a wrestling back and forth action until Tay Conti gets really annoyed that Madison Rain keeps out wrestling her and just smacks her across the side of the face. There's a few good bits in this, and there's like a, a bit where Tay Mello gets made Madison Rain up to the top rope, and then she does this like backbreaker thing onto the turnbuckles that just looks incredibly vicious. And I will say as well, Tay Mello gets a lot of character work into this when she's getting her heat. Um, she's getting a lot of her character across in the sort of wrestling work that she does and that bit's really good. Eventually Madison Rain manages to reverse a move into a DDT and then she manages to get a bit of momentum going and then they end up on the top rope and she hits a huge top rope cutter for a two count. And then after a bit of back and forth action and some reversals and some counters, Tay Mello hits the TKO for the one, two, three, and she beats Madison Rain. This was a fine match though. It's a good win for Tay Mello moving forwards. There wasn't exactly any much story or anything behind it, but it's a good win for her. Good showing in the match. Yeah, I'll give it an up. Next we have an Ethan Page backstage promo and he is not happy with MJF. He says that the firm didn't decide to change direction. It was all on MJF. And now that MJF has sort of broken against the firm, they are gonna make his life a misery. And they're not gonna do him any favors anymore. In fact, they're gonna do John Moxley a favor because they are gonna send MJF into full gear, not 100%. And then Ethan Page is gonna go on to win the title tournament eliminator thing. Uh, to then go on to uh, that show at Winter Is Coming, that's what it's called, to face John Muxley and do what MJF won't be able to do at Full Gear and beat John Muxley and become the AEW World Champion. And then looks like we've had enough ups and downs. It's time for your main event. And it is Wardlow versus Matt Taven and the Kingdom are obviously at ringside. And this is a much better showing from Matt Taven than I ever thought they would go for with this. He manages to get a lot of early offense against Wardlow, but then he gets a little bit cocky and goes for the poses to the crowd when Wardlow pops up behind him. And then as soon as he turns around, he gets a massive headbutt right in the face. 
Wardlow then just starts chucking Matt Taven about the place, goes to the outside and they ball around for a bit when Mike Canales kind of pushes Wardlow to distract him a bit. Doesn't really do anything, he just kind of stumbles forward and then turns around and he's squaring up to Mike Canales when Maria Canales dives in front of them to make sure he couldn't like get to him, but he causes just enough distraction for Matt Taven to hit a huge dive off the top rope uh, onto Wardlow and start getting the upper hand. He smashes Wardlow into the steel steps, knee first, and then rolls him into the ring and hits a huge frog splat directly onto Wardlow's knee. And then he just spends the rest of the match going after Wardlow's knee. He hits him with a bunch of dragon screws, a bunch of submissions on the knee, just everything he can to go after that knee. And like I said, Matt Taven gets a lot more offense in on Wardlow than anyone has in a really, really, really long time. His cockiness gets the better of him again though because he goes up to the top rope one too many times and Wardlow manages to get out of the way and he just starts taking control. He starts hitting massive power moves with one leg, taking Matt Taven out. So it's only a matter of time until the finish now because he starts going for that powerbomb symphony but first up Maria Canales jumps onto the apron to try and get a bit of a distraction but it doesn't work. Um, Matt Taven does manage to kind of roll him up for a second but then Wardlow bridges out of the pin straight into a powerbomb which looked really impressive. It looked really really good. And then he hits him with powerbomb number two and the symphony has begun and then Mike Canales decides to try and get involved. He gets in the apron, he acts like he's gonna go in and then he sees Wardlow's face and he's like uh, nah, I'm okay, mate. I'll just go over here. And so Wardlow carries on the symphony of destruction. He hits him with four power bombs in the end and then gets the foot on him and pins him for the one, two, three. Wardlow, still your TNT champion. Then we get a bit of a schmoz at the end because Mike Bennett runs in and starts to attack Wardlow, goes straight after the knee with a chop block and starts beating him down. When who else but Samoa Joe comes out to save him. He obviously clears house, getting rid of all of the kingdom. And they think you're about to stand tall, but it's not over yet. Because out comes powerhouse Hobbs and as he's making his entrance down to the ring with the music and everything, Wardlow and Samoa Joe are looking the other way and then from behind the embassy come in and start destroying everybody. Brian Cage, it's the Gates of Agony, and then it's Powerhouse Hobbs, they all hit their big power moves to finish it, and then at the end, Powerhouse Hobbs is stood there with the TNT title stood high, and Brian Cage holds up the Ring of Honor TV title. And that is the close to AEW Rampage. Now, the match itself, I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was a really, really great showing from Matt Taven. Like I said, it was the most amount of offense anyone's got in on Wardlow in quite some time, so I will give that an up. Um, and as for the ending, it's intriguing, it's something a bit new, like it's a bit of direction for Powerhouse Hobbs, which he's kind of lacked for a couple of weeks anyway since the Ricky Starks things ended. Uh, I'm fully, fully, fully on board with Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow, um, although I do think it might be a little bit early to pull the trigger on that because I don't think Powerhouse Hobbs can lose, and also I think Wardlow needs that title as well and needs something to be done unless they're going to transition in, into a more of a tag team with the Samoa Joe thing. But I like this. I like that there's a direction going forwards. Rampage felt like it's lost a lot of momentum, let's face it, from where it started. So at least it getting its own storylines uh, and its own characters and things makes it feel a little bit more relevant. Uh, so hopefully this continues in the future. So I will give all Rampage as a whole and up. It was a fine show. There was absolutely nothing to write home about. I wouldn't rush out to watch any of it or anything, but also none of it was bad. So it was fine. And that, my friends, is the end of AW Ups and Downs. Please do follow me over on 
Twitter at Fill My Chambers. Let me know down in the comments below what you think of AEW Rampage. And this is it. Simon Miller will be back next week, I promise. There is no more guest uh, presenters. Your favorite will be back. So subscribe to the channel, comment down below, like the video, watch more videos, go watch Ups and Downs for SmackDown if you haven't already seen that. All the news this morning, it's been a really, really busy day. Have yourselves a bloody good day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.